Hey there, what is going on? This is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets, the podcast for helping you as a personal brand entrepreneur. If you're struggling to entertain, inspire, and capture your audience's attention, well, I've got news for you because you can help. I can help you create strategic stories that ultimately sell and do all those three things. But today's podcast is, of course, it's going to be about those three things. And what other, what, what topic is that? Oh, it's all about really understanding who you're selling to, who your, who your customer is. Okay. And it is so damn important to get this right before you pick up the pen or at the keyboard and start writing a story. Cause if you don't know who you're selling to, then you don't know what the hell you're writing. And, um, I have a, a whole bunch of, you know, inspirations from books and I've been stuff I've been reading. So. This podcast is going to be a rip from my Facebook group just to do a two-for-one uh, repurposing so I can make better use of my time. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's, a really, there's a few really good lessons in here, a few stories to capture your attention, of course, and a few tactical sort of things you can use to, to get, take away from this. But my main goal of this podcast episode is to really get you to think about you know, there are some people who uh, doesn't matter who they are on your email list in your tribe, whatever you say, they are super motivated to do it. But then there are other people. There are other people, and you know, they may be they may be a part of your tribe, but the you know, like wishy washy, you know, don't really do much. They're lurkers, or the people who who like what you do, they're on the fence, but there are just barriers that stop them from taking action. Like what the hell? What what? What causes this? And it comes down to behavior and how people think. And this podcast is going to tell you a really nice story of how I, I slowly figure this out at my my own job um, as a group fitness instructor, which I do part time, and uh, how it all really connects to the big picture of how do you create a compelling story that inspires, entertain, and capture their attention. And I'm going to show you today in today's Facebook Live. Hope you enjoy it for today's Monday podcast episode and see you later. It's Saturday probably for most of you guys in the States. It is a Sunday for me. What made me just jump off the couch and start recording this? Man, I had so many really good ideas that just come from my weekend immersion of just reading, geeking out, that sort of things. But anyways, today I really want to talk to you about understanding what you actually need to do before you even write a single word of your story. And I know it's gonna be super helpful and very, very powerful. Now, one thing that I will let you know is that um, a little bit of a backstory. So at my gym where I work as a group fitness instructor part-time, I see a lot of behaviors. So like buyer behavior, customer behaviors. And when I've been doing my classes, what I've been normally trying to do in the past is, you know, I get very creative. I would go, uh, I'd go three different kinds of workouts, lots of different variety People would always get, you know, they'd always be, nah, that wasn't a great workout. Or it'd be like a lot of complaints, a lot of confusions, things would slow down. And the thing that I figured out was that if you could make a workout so enough that it was challenging, it was difficult, um, but they didn't have to think, right? So less, the same amount of reps across the board. So you have like eight different exercises on the board, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have a circle that goes around. You make sure that no one bumps into each other. Uh, everything's the same. You don't have to think. You just go one station next. And 
that was really helpful for me because everyone said that was a really good workout every single time. So I got a little piece of nugget of wisdom there from just behaviors, right? And another little behavior I noticed was the weather. Weather always affects attendance, even though it makes zero sense. If it's raining, there's less people come. If it's too cold, less people come. If it is too warm, people don't come. Why is this? It's so strange. And I actually was a victim of this the other day. So the other day I got in the mail, uh, this book stories that stick great book Friday night, pulled it out of the, pulled it out of my, uh, what's called the, uh, letterbox. That's the word I'm looking for. Pull out the letterbox and I looked at the weather on my phone app. Oh, Saturday night. Wow. 10 to 30 millimeters of rain. That's a lot of rain. I do not feel like going out on Saturday. And I think I'm going to cozy up and read this book. Right there is when I realized that some people have this idea in their minds um, well in the head. And if you really want to go to the gym, I know this for a fact that you will, you will just go. The hardcore people will just go. But if there's any sort of barrier obstacle that will stop you from getting there, like the weather, for instance, or for me, it was like the weather from going out and I had this really good, cozy, warm bed, listening to the rain falling on the, on the, uh, on the roof. That was a more ideal option for me. If I really wanted to go out though, I would have done it. But, you know, my heart was set on being immersed in my books. And what I did, I was just reading and reading, reading. Now, where am I going with this story? And how does it actually relate to how do you actually write a single word inside these stories? It's a very good question. And something I've been noticing without all my, in my studies, getting better at storytelling, getting better at teaching you guys. And a lot of books about storytelling, they really lack on how do you actually get those emotions out of the people you're telling, talking about, right? How do you actually know what, what pain points and what feelings are going through? And throughout this book, Stories That Stick, which is a really great book, by the way, she peppers a few of the way times, of, she peppers across a couple of times through, use your customer data, use your reviews. Um, that's where the answers lie for this. And at the end of, at the end of page 150, she says, Customer communications have become siloed and automated and as a result has created a story wasteland with no real customer conversations. We're left to make up versions of them based on data and surveys. Data and surveys, that's terrible. So um, if you've been following the last, last episode on Thursday, that was how you pull out a customer story, Okay. If you weren't sure, go back to episode 23, I believe, okay? Actually pulling out of a story out of someone and not having to rely on data. Hey, that's something, a little gap that I, I think I want to like narrow in on is like behaviors and the feelings and the real sort of like essence of the person behind the story. How did I do that? Okay, so remember that one sentence persuasion thing? I'm going to share my screen now, actually. Remember that one sentence persuasion thing? Another book, Geeking Out Again, The Ultimate Sales Letter by Dan Kennedy. Okay, inside of this book, he mentions 10 things you need to get very clear about your customer before you even write a word of copy. 
Now, the same could be said about, say, like a customer inside of your story. Now, what are those 10 things? I believe there were 10 things. It's what are the demographics? And this is actually, uh, in case you're wondering, um, this is my profile of you, my customer avatar. Um, what makes you tick? Demographic, the language they use, as in like, what are the jargon? What are the lingo that they use? Uh, what keeps them awake at night? That's a difficult one to answer. Um, what and who are they angry at? What are the top three daily frustrations? What trend will occur in their... What do they secretly desire most? Is there a built-in bias the way they make decisions? Who else selling something similar and how? And these two are really linked to another little story I'll get to later. Who else has tried selling them something and how has that failed? I'm going to be reaching back to you guys out exactly how you would do this in a different podcast. It's called a buyer persona. It's something I'm working on right now with um, someone I know on LinkedIn. It's very interesting stuff, but uh, I digress. But anyways, and then um, false beliefs. So all those components right there, you want to know like the psyche of your customer before you write a single um, word of your story. And really be, if, you, if that's too much, it can be summarized again. And I've been over this, but it is just so simple. The answers right in front of us. And it's people do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions and help them throw rocks at their enemies. And if you listen to the last podcast episode, I am slowly pulling out an interview with Katarina. What were her dreams? What failures did she have? What fears did she have about, you know, getting the, her book done? What suspicions did she have about, say, like getting some help? And what rocks were there? What enemies were there in her industry that she wanted to you know, throw rocks at? These are some things that we're pulling out in the story for her. And these are some gold things, gold that you can pull out for when you say interview your customers. Um, but let's just say, for instance, Jules, Jules, I have no one I can interview. I don't know how to go through the interview process, where I even begin with this. That's okay. Because, um, Obviously, the best version is going to be uh, talking to someone. And the second best version is them writing something and giving it to you. So, like, if you sent them an email with a follow-up question, like, what was life like before? And then, what's life like now? Um, very short sort of commitment sort of thing. They might write something really good, but oftentimes it'll be a couple of sentences. The best, best thing will be undivided attention in an interview. And the next best thing is um, Facebook groups and Amazon. And if you're watching this right now, this is like the tactical sort of part. How do you figure out what Dan Kennedy was talking about? How do you figure out what Blair Warren was talking about with the one sentence persuasion? I don't have a definitive answer for you, but here's a few tactical things you can try. Now, I'm not the first person to say this, but you can go to a Facebook group and use the search group, the search in this group thing. Go to your ideal customer avatar. Um, for me, I'm looking for online personal branders. A lot of them are going to be in click funnels groups, that sort of thing. So who do I serve? What was Dan talking about? 
some really big ones that you can pull out emotions, frustration, angry. Okay. If I want to go find those things, I can just type in frustrated. If I can spell that right the first time. Thank the Lord for spell check. And um, I remember doing this before and I typed in frustrated and then there's like these comment threads that just go whoom, like way down 60, 80, 70 comments or whatnot of people being saying, you read my, she has, for instance, this lady, she's like, has a post. Um, actually, I'm just going to read it out because it's so good. It, it's just kids. Let me show you just how packed this community. Um, no, yeah. I help coaches, influencers, and business owners get the mental clarity needed to show up, do the work, and get real results. If you're feeling, if you're, if you're tired of being tired, frustrated, and stuck in your business, my solid gold coaching program, and then boom, and then it has a whole bunch of people being like, I feel like this way. You read my mind, blah blah blah. I'm like, boom. Those are some little gold nuggets you put into your, your, uh, like, who is your ideal customer avatar, and like how they feel. The second little tactical thing that you can do is to go to like, again, not reinventing the wheel here, but um, something you just like to do every now and then. And that is just to go through books inside your relevant niche. I would read through say a review and then I would then label it as what is that little nugget for here? And for instance, I was going through a book, and what I would actually do is I would label it in like a size 18. They've read books before with big promises and left dissatisfied with all the upsells, for instance. That's a little frustration there. They had, oh, what else is there? There's personal people with personal brand skepticism. Okay, can you see where these are matching up together? Big promises and left dissatisfied. So those are some fears that they might have personal branding skepticism. So those are some suspicions I have going back to that one sentence persuasion thing, getting attention as an introvert. Isn't this another how to five step checklist? These are all the objections that I've sort of paraphrased and I've just pasted reviews. And it's a super good way of collecting info about your market. So you can write your, you actually write a story that, uh, you know, touches them if it's about yourself and you want to touch on pain points they share. Um, but I will be going on to another podcast a little bit later. You know, when do you actually use a customer story? When do you use your own story? How do you tie that in? How do you balance it out? I will reveal that uh, in the coming week, but that's another, that's a really good episode this week. I, I thought that was helpful for you. Um, Cause really if, if you're just going ahead and using a couple of reviews that you don't really get down to the nitty gritty or you don't have anyone who you've spoken to and you've tried to pull out the five things that Blair Warren said, which I'll repeat again, people do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions and help them throw rocks at their enemies. Okay. If you can nail that, then you can nail a story. And that's what I'm going to leave it at for this week. Hope you enjoyed uh, the podcast, the Facebook Live. 
If you would like, if you're not inside the Facebook group, you don't want to touch Facebook group and you would like those two things that I was working on, the one sentence persuasion and the, uh, what was the second thing? And the customer data. So the 10 questions that Dan Kennedy said, I've got an Excel sheet, send an email to me. So at the moment, my domain email is a bit, it's not quite working for some reason. So you'll have to send to my personal email, Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N dot Danny Lack at gmail.com. And um, I'll send it to you. No opt-in. It's fine. It's just a couple of documents. It's nothing really major. But anyways, thank you for tuning in for Storytelling Secrets. And um, I will see you later. Hey there, it's Jules wrapping up today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. And just to really summarize what went down today in a bit of a nutshell is before you write a single word of your story. Now, what you really need to do is figure out who it is that you're serving, who it is that you're talking to. What's the demographic? What's the language they use? What keeps them awake at night? Who or what are they angry at? What are their top daily frustrations? I go through a lot of that at the start. Then start to figure out more precisely what are their dreams what are their failures what are their fears what are their suspicions and who are their enemies and then if you're thinking how on earth do i do this the best option is to do a story interview and to get really clarification of what a story interview is go back to episode 23 and episode 11 and those are the best two options to get started there and if you don't have anyone to interview the best place to start is to go to amazon and read through the reviews, have it through, read through some of those reviews and sort of like get an idea in your head, what are those objections that they're saying out loud and then matching those objections to the all those fears, frustrations, dreams, hopes, and you're going to have a winning story. Thank you for tuning in to this week, Storytelling Secrets, and I'll see you Thursday for a, we've got a value, we've got a value episode coming up. Someone from, uh, I think I'll keep it a secret, but it's going to be a value-based one. All best stories. Can't wait to see you then.